live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Camel here with the man himself, Dave Ramsey. This is your show, America. That's my new title, The Man Himself. I like that. I don't know what himself is. It's just epic. I'm always himself now. Legendary. Who knew? Wow. Open phones here. We want to talk to you about your life and your money at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Jason's with us in Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, Jason, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thanks, Dave. How are you doing today? Better than I deserve. What's up, man? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a long-time uh, listener, and I'm a long-time saver. I was hoping you could answer a question regarding a retirement uh, disagreement between my wife and I. Um I'm 54. She's 51. Um, I'd like to retire next year at 55. I feel like I have enough uh, savings to retire comfortably, maybe possibly do a side gig, and um, she doesn't feel like we do. So just asking for some advice. Well, retirement's not a feeling, so that's at least uh, some consolation to you. We can look at some facts and data to go, all right, do you have the, the finances to retire? Is your nest egg big enough? How much is your nest egg, dude? Um, around two and a half, around two and a half million so she needs more than a couple hundred thousand a year to live on uh apparently so (laughs) what's your current expenses um you know right now we're probably about eight thousand dollars a month okay so you need a hundred thousand dollars a year to live and two and a half million invested in good mutual funds if it made ten percent would be two hundred fifty thousand right correct now you don't you probably don't have access to all of that at 54 do you no, she's she's going to be younger, so she will probably work until. No, you you can't oh. access all the two and a half million now at fifty four years yeah. old because some of it's in four hundred ones, right? Correct. Yeah, fifty nine and a half before you get to it, right? Yeah. Have you got so some money can, to live on until you get to fifty nine and a half? Well, she could. She she's actually employed. She's uh, makes most of the money in the household. So what does she make? Um, she she makes around one sixty a year. Okay. And your expenses are eight thousand. So if you weren't even there, she'd be okay. Correct. <laughs> I think she's trying to tell you something. <laughs> no, she, I, I mean, actually, I, I, I just want to get out of the corporate. What, okay, so, I, I, yeah, there's a couple things. Mathematically, the answer is you're just fine, and I just outlined why. Yep. As soon as you get access to $2.5 million, if it's invested well, if you pull off 8 or 10% of that a year, regardless of whether she's working, you easily are going to make more than it takes to cover your expenses, Right. Correct. It's a math thing, like George said. It's not a feeling. But I think there's a lot more going on here than this. Well, we're completely debt-free. We have no credit card No, I mean, she doesn't want you sitting at home on your butt at 54 years old. No, no. It's not the fact. It's just going to be a career change for me. I'm I'm very handy. Okay, side uh, hustle is different. Yeah. I want to to retire and do a side hustle. It's not a side hustle. It's a business. Retire and open a business. Okay. Well, we'll call it a business. Yeah, let's, let's start a small business idea that makes more than you used to make in corporate. Yep. And then, then none of this is an issue. So I, I just can't recommend. I'm 63, and I can't recommend you do nothing. It's not worked out for most of my friends. They die. No, I'm not going to do anything, trust me. We have a younger son that I actually want to spend the summers with. So the home, uh, the business would give me the flexibility to schedule work based on his school schedule. So if he was home in the summers, I could spend more time with him. So this is kind of a work-life balance thing for me. Yeah, Um you have the money to do whatever you want. I'm, I'm now moving from financial to life. Do okay. something, okay? Babysitting your kid in the summers, going from the, with the net worth you have, 
is your only goal and calling that life balance and making it sound cool is go- it's going to wear pretty thin quick dude you're oh, going to want to go oh, yeah. do something with your life and you're too young to do nothing you're too valuable in the marketplace so go do something with your life that's just guy to guy right there there's nothing to do with the math the yep, math yep. is you're just fine and i'm a thing okay. i kind of think in this argument with your wife she's a little bit worried about that um i don't think so because i'm pretty um i'm pretty involved in uh, all kinds of activities and civics and that's not the same thing it, so. well i have a lot of activities to keep me busy that's for that's sure. not the same thing i'm talking about so being being of marketplace value not simply serving the jc's mm-hmm. okay um and, and so you can do whatever you want to do i'm not i'm not belittling you for that i'm just trying to listen to what's going on here because there's nothing in this math that says you can't quit cold today all the math says well, you can quit well the issue for her is she just doesn't think we have enough that's the thing she's just worried that we're going to run have out of you money. shown her the expenses and the net income and what the retirement accounts will do yeah we've already met with a planner and he says we're good to go as well so well, well then she just doesn't uh, believe the data at that point well, lady, she lady that makes one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year is not stupid so what is she really saying that's what i'm trying to figure out no she's just she's she's always she's come from a family where everybody no, works no that does, she didn't come yeah, from a family yeah. where math didn't work math works well, no. in all families she doesn't believe the math, I'm telling you. Well, that, that, then that's a different issue. But she's not too stupid to believe the math. She's not wanting to believe it for some reason, and that's your core issue. It's not, do I have enough to retire? It's how how do I deal with my situation? So I, I have a friend I talked to the other day. He was one of the, He's like the sixth guy to ever go through Financial Peace University. Wow. He called me up, and uh, I met with his grandson. That's how long ago this was, right? I met with his grandson the other day, who's a, a millionaire, because this guy went through Financial Peace University pretty cool so um but the first time him and his wife walked in she was a real estate agent and they had four million dollars they were in their 50s and she thought she she worked like 80 hours a week selling real estate she could not relax and i sat down with the math and i showed her the exact same math that he had been showing her that four hundred thousand dollars a year 30 years ago four hundred thousand dollars a year 30 years ago you know you've got enough you don't have to be in freak out mode she relaxed calmed down, ended up selling more real estate because she wasn't in freak-out mode all the time. And But it was there was something, it was an emotional thing like with Jason's wife. Because Jason's wife, the lady I'm talking about, is not dumb. She's brilliant. And Jason's wife's not dumb. People, they don't generally pay dumb people 160 grand for much no. of anything. Generally. It's not for long, anyway. It catches up with you being dumb. But the... Uh, but, but the, the, the is it the security gland that flared up? It could up? be. It could Scar- be. A scarcity mindset, yeah, it's potentially? Like, like, I knew a guy that was a, a billionaire, and I asked him why he worked all the time, and he said, I grew up dirt poor. And I'm like, well, I, I get that. And he goes, no, like, the dirt, the floor in our house was dirt. Wow. That's dirt poor in Appalachia. And he goes, I can't get that out of my system, so I work all the time. I'm like, that's that's not a math problem. That's not a financial problem. That's a psychological problem. You have a wound from your past, a trauma that you've not overcome. Mm. And, and that's a Dr. John Deloney answer. It's not a George Camel Dave Ramsey answer, right? Yeah. Well, that, a lot of that has to be dealt with if you're going to ever think it's enough. Because at some point, get you, go, you get $20 million, this, you go, this, well, guy, this guy had a billion. It, it could enough. all go away at any time, so i got to keep stacking, keep yeah. stacking. Yeah, and, and listen, you, you can't get enough. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Financial peace Two words that don't go together, like airline service, right? This is The Ramsey Show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. George Camel, Ramsey personality, soon to be number one best-selling author. We have launched the new book as my co-host today, Breaking Free from Broke. The uh, I actually am holding one that they really the real came copy. in. When I got here, they were on my desk. They're pretty cool, man. This is the real book. It's coming out January, but it's in pre-sale right now. Breaking Free from Broke, the ultimate guide to more money and less stress on pre-sale right now in the store, along with a lot of other wonderful Ramsey goodies. Rachel's uh, new book is about sold out. We've got a order, another order coming in. Wow. Uh, the children's book, it's gone crazy. I'm glad for what I have. Thank Great you. One. Yeah, that's what the book is called, and we're glad that it's selling. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad for what I have. Another bestseller. <laughs> well, you, posed, you posted a great picture of you with the grandkids reading the book, and I think that pulled everyone's I, heartstrings. I, I don't know if I was reading. I think I was just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Was I reading it? Well, it was a posed photo. It I imagined photo. you reading. Yeah, it was Rachel. Yeah. I'm sure the kids love when you read to them. I yeah, it's great. Papa Dave stories. Read the total money makeover to those. Papa kids. Dave stories are a big deal, man. Epic. I'm just saying, epic because I just make up stuff. <laughs> Justin's in Washington D.C. Hey, Justin, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, sir? Better than I deserve. How can we help? So uh, I'm I'm active duty military, um, and uh, I have a decent amount of credit card debt uh, along with debt in general, um, and I really I'm trying to figure out how I can start knocking this debt off. Um, and, and eliminating this, um, you know, cause it's, it's become a bit of a burden and I don't, I honestly don't even know where to start. Cool. How old are you? Uh, I'm uh, 28. Cool. How much debt you got? Um, between, uh, house, credit card, vehicles, we're about, uh, 350. How much of that's house? Uh, 290. Okay. So you got 60,000. How much of that cars? Uh, about... 30 to 40. Okay. So you got 30,000 in credit card debt. Uh, roughly, yeah. roughly 28. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Thanks for your service. Which branch do you serve in? Uh, I'm currently a uh, army, sir. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. How long have you been in? Uh, I've been in about six and a half years. About long enough to make this mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> okay. And you're ready for a change. The payments have caught up to you, and you guys are feeling the weight of these, and you want out. Yeah, yeah. What's your household income? Um, between my wife and I, um, we're about a hundred thousand. Great. So you make a hundred. You owe sixty in this consumer debt. 
So the question is, how much margin can we create to throw extra on the debt? And we're going to follow the debt snowball method. That's the way 10 million people have followed it. It's the same way I got out of 40 grand in debt. And so you have how many debts? Three or is it more than that total between the car loans and the credit card? Is it multiple cards? Uh, no, it just, it's one credit card. And honestly, I really didn't even want to get a credit card to begin with. Uh, fortunately, but you know, when you become a homeowner, it's one of those things that where, yeah, you got to have it as like a backup plan. Well, um, a so backup plan would be your own money. Card. Like having an emergency yeah. fund where you become yeah, money, the bank. Money would be a backup plan. Debt didn't turn out to be a yeah, good absolutely. backup plan. Right. 20% um, interest on 30 about, grand is a bad plan for sure. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So how much are you going to, okay, so we're going to list the debt, smallest, largest. You have one big credit card, one big car, and that's it other than the house. Is that it? Uh, yes, and I have a, one of my cars is paid off already. Yeah. Um, and then I do have a motorcycle uh, that's, for uh, alone ten thousand right now. Okay. All right. And what did you say the household income was again? Uh, we're about a hundred, a little under a hundred thousand. It's like ninety eight and some change. Okay. Justin, when I was exactly your age, I filed bankruptcy. That was thirty years ago. About really? thirty five years okay. ago now. Um, so I know how it feels to be scared and broke. And um, after that, I figured out how to get out of debt and stay out of debt. And I figured out that it was worth it to sacrifice now i call it live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else the way you're living life now is all the money comes in all the money goes back out and there's nothing left but stress so we um after each paycheck we we still pocket about anywhere from 1500 to two thousand a month after after all our bills if i woke up in your shoes knowing what i know now and today i'm a multimillionaire because i quit doing stupid crap or as much i limited the stupid crap i do right and so what if i woke up in your shoes i'm going to give you a real harsh prescription because i know that the faster you get out of this mess the faster you're going to actually become wealthy you see the ratio of that yes sir okay so um Anyway, uh, I would sell my motorcycle today. It's a freaking toy. You don't need it. You can get your motorcycle later. By the way, I have several things with wheels and motors in them now, but I didn't have them when I was broke. And so you li- you drive like no one else so that later you can drive like no one else. You're driving a $30,000 car. I'd probably consider selling that and moving down. But if you want to plow your way through it, you got $60,000 worth of debt. And if you do that at $2,000 a month, that's 30 months. Right? Two and a half years. You're not, you don't need to see the inside of a restaurant and you don't need to go on vacation. The only time you're in the inside of a restaurant is if somebody you love is working there and you're getting a free meal. And that might be you, but I don't care. Nobody is going anywhere except we're getting out of debt. We're living on beans and rice, rice and beans. We're going to clean this freaking mess up and we're never going back in debt again. Because if you didn't have any payments, but a house payment right now, man, you'd have some money and you deserve to have some money because you have put in your time serving your country. You don't deserve to be this broke. Absolutely, sir. Now, will you say, this is going to boot camp. That's what I'm doing. You hearing me? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so I actually do have my motorcycle up for sale right now. Good. Uh, You're ahead of me. That, um, What's it I listed for? That it, um, so after all the aftermarket stuff I put on it, um, I'm trying to sell it for about 10. Um, and, and you owe okay. 10. You know, yeah, so I figured if I, if I can get maybe a little bit less, maybe ninety five hundred, you know, I can put the 
Yeah, you can cover it or a little bit more, and you'd have 500 to throw at the credit card. Chop the credit card up. Get your wife on a budget. You two sit down and get the Every Dollar app out. It's completely free to download it and use it. It's the number one budgeting app in the world. Go check it out and sit down and lay yourself out a budget and commit to boot camp for the next 24 to 30 months, and you could be debt-free but the house. And then that sets you up with a lot of money in your pocket to do a lot of stuff with in generosity, in investing, and to begin paying off your house. Yeah, and there's a lot of sacrifice you can make. If 30 months sounds like a long time, let's sell more stuff. Let's increase the income. Let's get the expenses down. Donna's in Wilmington, Delaware. Hey, Donna, what's up? Hi, how are you, sir? Better than I deserve. Uh, How can I help? Well, um, I'm just checking with you. I've been listening to you for about two months. Checking with you to see if I'm making the right decision. My husband and I are seniors. Uh, we're retired. We own a house in, in Delaware, one in um, Lewis, which is near Wilmington, and, uh, and a rental property in Rehoboth. And my son lives in Connecticut, and we're considering of buying a third home up there instead of visiting him and paying hotel rooms all the time, uh, buying a house and making it into an Airbnb, and this way we can use it when we want and rent it out when we can. The two houses down here are fully paid off, uh, and our rental property pays the expenses for our house here, which is a good thing, but it would mean having to go into debt when we go to Connecticut. Uh, We don't have much money for a down payment, so we'd have to mortgage the whole thing, and we're looking for no more than about two hundred fifty to 300000 for a house up there. I just don't want in my 60s to... Make a wrong decision. Yeah, it's a wrong decision. Don't do it. Eating cat food after it's, I built it's, up it's a wrong decision. Don't do it. Really you don't spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars of borrowed money to avoid a hotel room. No. Well, eventually, it would be no, not eventually. You're not right. Off. That's what exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and then you got to screw with Airbnb people. Lord help you. Have oh, you ever rented to Airbnb people? Not now you're running a hotel. Oh, yeah. That's this a total is, pain in the butt. This is going to be a big headache, and it's going to cost you guys a lot of money, and it's going to cost you your peace. Just just rent you a hotel room, honey. I mean, you go rent the freaking Four Seasons Suite in the corner for a lot less than this and pay cash for it. I mean, just go, you know. No. No. If you can't pay cash for uh, toys, don't buy toys. And this is a toy. Donna, we love you. If that sounded harsh, I apologize. We're coming up on a commercial break, and I want to tell you the truth because I love you. This is The Ramsey Show. I saw some recent financial statistics, and there was some pretty troubling news. When families were asked how long it would be before they faced financial hardship if a spouse died, nearly one-third said they'd be in trouble immediately. Another 44% said they'd be financially drained within six months. People, it does not have to be this way. Term life insurance plans are just plain cheap, and companies have made it even easier by not requiring exams in many cases. There really is no excuse to leave your family in this situation by not having life insurance. This is why I talk about Xander Insurance every day. They're committed to protecting families with the only products that I recommend, and their team keeps the entire process simple and affordable. Go to Xander.com for quick online pricing or call 800-356-4282. This has to be a priority. If your family is in this situation, you need to get this done. 
George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. I say America. I just came back from an overseas vacation in Egypt, and um, I'm shocked as to how many people in other countries, they recognize everywhere you. we go, listen to the show. It's because your co-host yeah. is half Egyptian, so now I'm I'm bringing a whole new market That's to you, it. Dave. That's it. They were like, the George Camel. You know George Camel, that you know, guy? You're the guy with George Camel. That's what they kept I'm sure. Yeah, That's what they told me over and over. I'm sure you stand out like a sore thumb there, too. It doesn't help. An old, yeah, so, lots of sore thumbs. Yeah, that's that's a that's a yeah. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Brandon and Hannah are with us. Welcome, guys. Hey, Hi. what's up? Where do you guys live? Uh, we live in a small town called Mount Dora, just outside of Orlando. Awesome. Welcome to Nashville. And how much debt have you paid off? <sighs> a whopping hundred and forty-three thousand. Nope. Hundred and ten. Hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Whopping. You almost grew it there. Yeah. All right. And how long did this take? Uh four years on the dot. All right. And making what kind of household income? Range of income. Uh when we first started our debt free journey, collectively we were making forty eight thousand uh dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Uh at the end, uh currently where we are, we're making about a hundred and forty three thousand uh, a year nice, nice jump in four years yeah yeah very well done what do you guys do for a living uh i am a corporate recruiter for an insurance technology company there we go and i work on our corporate marketing team ah and okay. we happen to work for the same organization actually shocking is that where you met <laughs> no. no high school oh okay high school yes all right how long have you been married Coming two up on two years in years. January. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you started this separately and then finished it together. Absolutely. So uh, what kind of debt was the 110000 and whose fault was most of this? <laughs> There's always one. Uh, well, I think uh, we had $73,000 in student loan debt. My student loan debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which became ours. Um, mm-hmm. We had... Uh, uh, what was it? Eighteen and a half thousand dollars of credit card debt, and then we were paying back an auto loan that my grandparents had purchased a car for us when we were really needed one, and we wanted to pay them back as soon as possible. Oh, okay. Yes, and I want to emphasize that the seventy-three thousand dollars was just for my bachelor's degree. Okay. So. All right. And and what's your degree in? Uh, communications, specifically oh. in public relations and advertising. And now you work in marketing. So I that's do. Good. You're actually using your degree. You're. It's unusual. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Good stuff. Well, what started this journey, guys? Uh, Dave, uh, four years ago, I called into your show. Uh-oh. And, uh, was, I was, that, was I nice? You were very nice. Oh, good. I, I was in a, a pickle, uh, had five credit cards maxed out up to my eyes in uh, minimum payments, and I was considering debt consolidation, but the bad kind where you mm-hmm. you know default on all of your loans and then your credit score tanks and everything goes out of whack. Yep. You talked to me out of it, sent me a copy of your total money makeover, read it cover to cover a few times wow. and uh you got on the program and then got her along with me wow that's the what? best where are they now story ever one of <laughs> one of those free books actually worked George. amazing <laughs> that one worked good sometimes they work sometimes they end up in the trash i'm never talking to that guy yeah. again but you took the advice and you inspired others and here you guys are together was it easy for you to get on board hannah did you already know about this stuff so actually no um when he first presented it to me i was like i know how to save money i you know i'm making my own money i'm an adult whatever but he broke it down into such a fun way especially following a lot of your practices after reading the book we even incorporate you know now we have monthly budget meetings yeah that we followed the budget um 
document that's on your website, I believe. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Old school. I like it. <laughs> very well done. Congratulations, yeah. John. We, uh, we actually were able to cash flow her entire master's degree. Oh, wow. Um, which was excellent. She didn't believe it was possible, but I broke down the numbers like, hey, we can do this. Um, What's your master's in? My master's is in public relations. <laughs> so, ah, okay. And that helped me actually get a big bump in my pay. I bet. Awesome. I bet. So it already ROI'd. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Now that, that's called smart education. <laughs> I like smart education. There's too much dumb education out there. That's smart. Though. Well, you actually want to hang the degree up when it's paid for. When you got student loans attached to it, you're like, I'm going to hide that in a closet. Yeah, well, they can repo it, so yeah. you don't want to do it. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Yeah. How does so, it feel to be free? Amazing. Like a literal weight off your shoulders. I didn't think the psychological benefit was going to be as powerful as it has been, but it's it's been phenomenal. Uh, one of the things, and I, I would say this is probably the hardest thing we did, but shortly after getting married uh, last January, um, we took all of our honeymoon money, all twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000, and Whoa. threw it at debt and uh, had to postpone our trip to Italy, but we were finally able to take it earlier this year. All right. Nice. Yeah. Yay. That's <laughs> a good trip. <laughs> Very good. Well done. Oh, nice honeymoon. Great photos, too, if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. The Italy photos. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, the Coliseum. Yeah. That's good. some good delayed gratification right there. You guys still took the trip. You know, yeah. a lot of people think, well, I, Dave doesn't want me to live my life. And we go, no, you can live it two years from now with freedom. We're not paying for that trip six months later. Yeah. You guys did exactly that. Yeah. And unfortunately, also, uh, this year I was laid off in, in uh, February. And fortunately, because we were smart and had a, a cushion between us and life, it was, it was a lot easier to go through that and not freak out like we would have a few years ago. Yep, every $5 out of the nine that we make in monthly um, went to our savings sure. and just but like going to the debt at first and then after we finally got debt free, it has now just become a nice nest egg as our six month emergency fund. Yeah. How old are you two? 29 and 28. All right, not even 30 years old. <laughs> you paid off $110,000 in debt in four years. Of that, you've been married two years and you're mm -hmm. working it separately before that. Well done. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Because you're a blazing example. You did it. I'm so proud of y'all. Well, Thanks, Dave. You. Um, I, well, I would say 100% it is worth it. Um, unfortunately, the systems in place can kind of make you feel like it's hopeless in America, but you can absolutely do it, especially speaking to the younger audience and talking to the people in their 20s and 30s. Uh, you can do it. Um, just perseverance, dedication, staying consistent, and, and being honest with yourself. And I think a biggest thing, too, is simplifying it and communicating it. It's so scary to talk about finances if you don't know what you're talking about, but with tools like your money, total every money dollar. maker book, every dollar, we yeah. use that all the time. Yeah. You know, it just made it so much easier, and we were able to just really focus, dig our heels in, and get to our goals. And, and yeah. I'm so happy we've done it now mm -hmm. in our mid to late 20s, and we never have to look back. And listen, yeah. there were moments where, you know, <laughs> we're just putting money towards this debt, and it's just like, this is never going to end. Mm. Like, I'm sick and tired <laughs> of throwing my money into this never-ending black hole, and it was just absolutely worth it. Yeah. We worked two jobs in the beginning. Yeah, for almost two years, I worked two jobs with like a day off every week just to get ahead. What was the best money you made at a side gig? Uh, at my previous organization, I worked for the airlines, and uh, they commissioned bonus checks to us depending on how well we were doing during the flight. So just hustling like that and then just finding something easy to do on the weekends. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good. Very cool. Very cool. 
Way to go, you guys. Thanks, Way Dave. To go. <laughs> what a great job. I can tell you guys have built these muscles where you're like, any financial goal, we're going to be able to do it because yeah. you know how to save. You know how to spend wisely. And that's the most hopeful part of all this. You guys are invincible now. Yeah. And, and honestly, like this is four years in the making. It has taken us four dedicated years to be here today. And it, it's- a- Did, uh, did uh, some of your friends like think you were cuckoo? Yeah, 100%. friends, family, yeah, a lot of cuckoos out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, "Don't worry, just pay the minimums on the Don't debt, worry, or be it'll happy. get forgiven, stay in debt. Yeah, it'll all work out. No, oh. it won't. This is called grown-up <laughs> stuff. Yeah, way to go, you guys. It's so good. It's so good. So now you get to do the Toby Keith thing. How you like me now? Right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> we just hope we can inspire other people out there to do this because I, I promise you, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. You just did, my brother. Well done. Very well done. Hey, we've got a copy of the Total Money Makeover for you to give away in the uh, Live and Give box. And, of course, the the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, because that's your next step in this journey. You're going to be there for sure. And a Financial Peace University membership. So enjoy those or give them away as our gift. Thanks for coming all the way up from Florida to do your debt-free scream. You two are incredible. Brandon and Hannah, Orlando, Florida area. 110000 paid off in four years, making 48 to one. 43. They did it before they're 30. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. All right. All right. Three, Three, two, two, one. We're We're debt-free! Yeah! That's how it's done right there. Woo! Love it. This is the Ramsey Show. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear, and that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Our question of the day comes from our friends at Neighborly, your hub for home services for over 40 years. Neighborly has done an exclusive network of trained local service providers, backed by the Neighborly Done Right promise. So if it's not done right, Neighborly will make it right. Visit neighborly.com slash Ramsey, and you can learn more. Today's question comes from Peter in Michigan. Hey, Dave, I just turned 22 and have a credit score of 730. Oh, God. I'm looking to buy my first home within the next year, but the interest rate on homes are through the roof, although I see that they are coming down a little bit. Should I hold out for lower rates? Go ahead and lock it in. Thank you. Aha, the classic conundrum. Should I time the real estate interest rate market? It's kind of like timing the, the stock market. The best time to invest in the stock market is when you have the money to invest versus trying to figure out if it's going to go down or up. Exactly. So I would buy when he's ready to buy. Yeah. Marry the house, date the rate. So buy the house and refinance when rates come down. You're not married to the mortgage. You're married to the house. 
So figure out the right house at the right time, the right girl at the right time, get married, and date the rate. The rate's temporary. It's not a permanent decision. So no one says you have to keep a mortgage. So matter of fact, I have a 0% mortgage. I don't have one. I haven't had one in years. Not a percent, not even a mortgage. So there you go. And uh, that's a possibility, too, in your future. Um, So I will tell you this, Peter. You're 22. you got plenty of time. There's no problem. You'll get there. But whenever you're ready to buy, marry the house and date the rate. And and you just you can refinance. You can refinance. Any of you that are sitting there right now waiting on house prices to come down, you're going to be waiting. You're going to be waiting. There's some prices that have adjusted, but values have not adjusted. Prices have adjusted because some of these people are trying to get some of these people who were paying too much because everything was in a frenzy. You remember right after the Fauci pandemic? Y'all remember that? Yeah. Right it was listed that. for a bajillion dollars, and uh, the market yeah. was like, no, we're not paying that. You were looking for a sucker, and the sucker didn't come, so now they dropped their price. But the values have not gone down. And so, and they're not going to go down because there's a shortage of housing. Buyers are not out there eating up everything right now, and there's not a lot of inventory. And so it's just it's a really slow market, number one, but it's slow in listings, too. You can't find a property because there's not a lot of inventory. So uh, it's a really weird time to buy, but there's nothing wrong with buying right now. And if you wait two years, the price is going to be more. And if you buy now at a higher rate and the rates come down, you just refinance. That's the whole thing. Ashley's with us in Philadelphia. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So my boyfriend is receiving a pretty large settlement um, in the next coming months. And we're kind of debating. uh, We're we're looking to buy our first home. um, And obviously, once the home comes uh, once the right home comes, we'll, we'll do that. But he's stuck on paying the house out in full. Um, and I'm wondering if it's better to do a big down payment and get a mortgage on the house. Why do you want a mortgage? I don't, I don't know. I feel like putting a huge lump of that settlement into a house. Why do you, why do you want a mortgage? Do more. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, you just told <laughs> me you wanted a mortgage. That. What do you think he yeah, should do with I, it? I, I just want him to use it as wisely as possible. Um, Sounds I, like he I, wants to I avoid debt. How much How much is he getting? Yeah. Um, right around half a million. Okay. And how much is the house price you're thinking about buying? Um, we were thinking like mid threes. Okay. Right. Um, is the settlement taxed? No, it's not. Okay. All right. Um, well, let me, uh, send him a warning through you mm-hmm. and you're not going to like this. Okay? okay. There is no, we, you're not married. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's I, a he. I'm coming, I'm coming into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a he it's his money. Mm-hmm. And so yep. if he buys a house, it goes into his name, not our name. Mm-hmm. Unless you're married. Are y'all getting married? Um, eventually we've been together for six years. So apparently, apparently not. Okay. So, um, (laughs) I mean, six years and you had not paint or get off the ladder. I mean, so you've already figured out what you're doing, but the, um, yeah, I, I, if I'm him, what's his, what is his income? Um, right around, uh, 
55, I think. Okay. So let's pretend for a second. Let's just reverse engineer this so that mm-hmm. you'll, it'll help you with your heart on understanding where our voice advice is coming from. Let's mm-hmm. pretend that he made $55,000, had $200,000 in the bank and a paid for $300,000 house. And you walked up to that guy and you met that guy. He had a paid for $300,000 house, 200,000 in the bank. He makes $55,000 a year. Would you then tell him to go get a mortgage because that's wise? No. Same thing though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I just did it backward. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. So the only thing that, that could fall under the heading of wisdom is if you, if it made sense, and I don't think it does, and Georgia doesn't think it does, to borrow on your home to do investing. And effectively, if you're going to invest some, let's say he put 100000 down, and instead of paying the other 200 on the house, put it in mutual funds, okay? Which is kind of what's mm-hmm. probably rattling around in the back of your head somewhere. Um, if, if that makes sense, then borrowing on the paid-for house to do the same thing would also make sense. But by reverse engineering it, it makes you realize, oh, there's risk involved here. What was mm-hmm. the, can, I know you can't get into lawsuit details. Was he injured for the settlement? He was, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is he okay? He's, yeah, he's great now. He can still no, work. No, no permanent damage to his income. No, no, it was, it was a, a miracle heal. Good, good. I'm glad for him and you too. Yeah. So I would tell him to pay cash for his house and, and set aside an emergency fund and invest the balance long term. And by the way, if you don't have any payments in the world and you make $55,000, you could pay what's the equivalent of a house payment into your investments every month. And that alone will make you a millionaire in just a few years. Okay. Does that make sense yeah. too? It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would do. But, um, uh, yeah, those of you that are, uh, shacking up and playing house or whatever you want to call that stuff, um, be sure that you keep your legal stuff completely separate and you have to be careful even with your pronouns in this case, not like woke pronouns, but like pronouns, like the, the you have to get your, like your, we're buying a house, we're buying a house. We aren't doing anything. He is, uh, we, we're getting a settlement. No, he is. If you're married, there's a we. When you're married, you become French. We, we, right? That's how that works. But until you're married, there's not a we. Uh, legally, I'm talking about. Um, and, and honestly, actually, that also leaves you in a uh, a predicament as well that I don't want you in. I would rather you have the safety in this relationship and the things that you've been pouring into the the economics you've been pouring into this for six years i'd rather you have the safety of marriage marriage represents safety for you young lady so i i I would just as a you know a guy who's seen all the stuff go bad because that's all we do we work with a lot of people who are things went bad i I want i want you to have a better life than than this is setting up because you know one day he just decides you're not there legally he didn't have to do anything except tell you to move he didn't even have to evict you you don't even have tenants' rights. You just move out. You're a squatter. You know, no equity, nothing. And that's just um, 
You know, you don't want to play that out for 90 years. You don't want to play that out. I've been married 43 years. You don't want to play that out 43 years and see how that looks. It doesn't, this doesn't age well. It's like cheap wine. It doesn't age well. So, you know, that that's just me loving you right now, telling you that for you. So you guys do whatever you want to do. You're grown-ups, and we love you either way. We'll help you all the time. You call us anytime. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. George Camel, Ramsey personality, YouTube celebrity, is my co-host today. His uh, YouTube show, George Camel, just surpassed the first 100,000 subscribers. We got the little YouTube button in. We got the whole uh, little plaque they send you when the you little, hit 100,000. Placky poo. Very kind. All the subscribers out there and people watching every week. The fastest show to go to 100,000 in the Ramsey Network on YouTube. Did it faster than anybody. I'm not very fast in life, so it's nice that I beat uh, beat y'all to something, Dave. Hey, you got there quick. Uh, the team has done an incredible job making this entertaining, fun, and, of course, informative and helpful. Casey is with us in Amarillo, Texas, to start this hour. Hi, Casey. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave and George. How are you? Better than we deserve, brother. What's up? Well, I'm a little embarrassed because this is really going to showcase my ignorance of the subject, but I've got a few questions about the national debt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've heard, but we are in debt a little bit. <laughs> I heard but, the rumor. <laughs> yep. So I've got three questions for you. Okay. The first one is, who do we owe this thirty-three trillion dollars to? Mm-hmm. The second one is, why as a country did we borrow it in the first place? Mm-hmm. And the third one is, is it even possible? or logical for our federal government to pay off this debt and operate debt-free? Those are great questions. Um, well, who we owe the money to or whoever bought the Treasury bills are called T-bills. And the Treasury of the United States issues a bond. And if you buy that bond, then the, that means that if I buy a, I don't know, $100,000 Treasury bond, that means the United States of America owes me $100,000 if I bought that bond, and it pays me a certain interest rate. Now, I know they're never going to pay the bond, uh, or if they do, they're going to pay it by issuing another one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, which is if it actually ever does come due, that's how they do it. They'll issue another set to cover the ones that are coming due. But I also know that I can sell that bond at any moment because the, uh, the credit rating of the United States of America is still strong. Okay, so that's how they finance it. And the danger is when foreign countries or uh, foreign entities of any kind, wealthy uh, corporations in foreign enti- in foreign countries buy up a bunch of that. That means the United States is in debt, say, to China, as an example, deeply in debt to China. It's a little dangerous uh, politically. Uh, but the, it's not like they can call the debt. Or it's not like they can repo Kentucky. So it, it's, you know, it's okay. So, but um, in that sense, it's not dangerous, but it's just kind of creepy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. th- your second question was, can, or your third question was, can we ever pay it off? Your second question was what? The oh, question, why, why did we go in debt? Yeah. Well, we went in yes, debt because just because like normal, like regular human beings, they spent more than they made. When the revenue coming in from taxes and other things won't cover the expenses of highways and military and 
$45,000 toilet seats and a billion dollars to this country and $8 billion to that country in supplies, uh, which we do pretty regularly. We give billions and billions and billions away overseas. When we don't have the income in a year, the amount that we're short, revenue is short, is not enough revenue to cover the the outgo, the budget. The difference is called the deficit. And uh, the amount that we borrow has gone up every year because we keep going for We keep uh, spending, not just spending more than we make, but every year spending more than the more than we make. We raise the amount that we're going into debt. So when they say they cut the deficit, all that means is, is they didn't go over budget quite as much. That's all it means. You know, so it's kind of a it's kind of an oxymoron on words. And then the last question is, can we uh, get rid of it? Mathematically, we could. I don't think we have the political um, willpower to do it. Because as soon as you tell um, your Uncle Henry who gets a a subsidy because he runs a dairy farm from the U.S. government that he's not going to get that subsidy anymore because we're cutting our expenses, then he's not going to vote for that congressman. And that congressman is going to get get replaced by a congressman who will spend money like he's a drunken congressman, right? Yeah. And so that people won't they don't they they want to they they in theory a lot of people say I'd like to balance the budget, I'd like to get the the income to at least equal the where we're not going further in debt, but to do that would require cutting a lot of things out. And the problem is we're so far in debt now that a big portion of the budget is just the interest on the old debt. Right. And you can't cut that. You've got to pay that. So yep. where are you going to cut? You're going to cut giving, um, you know, money in the Middle East, money in the Ukraine, uh, money to this country, money to that country. There's a lot of people talk about that. Uh, are you going to cut the military? I mean, those people don't get paid anything anyway. And they put their lives on the line for us. I don't know how to do that. Uh, it just requires this tremendous... Um, the amount of hate that it would generate because of the number of lives it would touch to cut everything necessary to cut, to get it down to balance would, I don't know if anybody's got the political capital to pull that off either side. I think it'd be the, be the last time that party existed, uh, right now. Cause people have gotten used to being on the government dole one way or another, you know, they're yeah. used to. The, the local government in my county is waiting on $14 million right now to build a highway or to, to redo a road that runs up beside one of my houses. And they've been waiting five years on that $14 million from the federal government, and they won't build the road until the $14 million comes. Meanwhile, the road's a damn, damn goat track. You know, it's awful. <laughs> but, but, but every, and so they're waiting on $14 million from the government instead of the local county handling their own business. And that, it goes that it's that way everywhere. It's that Everything, times a thousand, you know, waiting on waiting to do the bridge repairs until we get the the government money. Waiting to do this until you get the government, and so everybody's on the dead gum take, and nobody wants to say no. And saying no is the only way you balance a budget. It, when you do it at home, Casey, when I do it at home, the way I live on less than I make is I look at the kids and I say no. I look at my wife and look, and we look at our budget and we go, we can't go on vacation. We're broke people. We gotta not be broke people before we can go on vacation. We can't afford that car. Uh, those bass are gonna get away because I'm not gonna have a bass boat with a motor that big because I can't afford to pay for it. This is what normal people do. We say no, but the federal government has absolutely no ability to say no because everybody wants them to say yes. 
Yeah. So that's the problem. It's not a math problem. You could actually cut taxes and revenues go up. Art Laffer proved that under Reagan. It's a statistical fact. It's not a political theory. So it actually worked. The Did you see went, Warren Buffett's method to solve this? Uh, yeah. It's, and It's a great quote. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. said I could end the deficit in five minutes. You just pass a law that says anytime there's a deficit of more than 3% of GDP, all sitting members of Congress are ineligible for re-election. There you go. You lose your job unless you fix this. Yeah. There's one way to do it. Because you redefine what winning looks like. What does winning look like as a congressman now? Giving everybody free money. And if you made it, what winning, the only way you can stay is if you balance the budget. That's a new way Instead of saying of what winning looks like. Hanging and out with lobbyists. They all would day. learn the new ancient word. The ancient word, no. No. You press your tongue towards the roof of your mouth. You release and let air go by. No. George Camel is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Hey, if you like this show, you can help us out. We'd appreciate the help, by the way. We do need all the help we can get around here. Uh, subscribe. Click the subscribe button. Click the follow button. Click the like button. Share the show. Send somebody a link or some some of the different podcast venues or platforms, some of the different YouTube things. you can. They have a share button where you can just click it, share it real easy with somebody. Hey, I like that clip. I like what they're doing there. You're the only marketing we have, so thank you. And you've been sharing it and telling people about it. We know because our numbers are way up, way up. And we appreciate that because you guys are sharing it and subscribing and doing all the proper things. We appreciate you. That's the way you say thanks here. Otherwise, it's just free. Hey, pretty cool. Elizabeth's in Miami. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. How can we Um, help? So... Let me start with, um, my dad just passed a oh, couple months ago. I'm sorry. And um, I help my mom and my sister with their finances now. Uh, my sister has learning disabilities, and I've been following your plan with her for the past six years. We have her debt-free. Um, she has like $26,000 in the bank because she's saving up to buy a new car. Not, you know, like a new-to-her car. Mm-hmm. Um she has about 29000 in retirement just mm-hmm. from her work putting in for her. She wow. makes about 27000 a year. Wow. What's um, the nature of her learning disability? It's in math, actually. So that's why I do all of her finances for her. Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm sorry. She, she has, I'm not aware of an exclusively math disability. What, what is this? I don't understand. It's not very common. Um, it's really not a lot of people know about it. She just doesn't understand beyond basic like addition, subtraction. Okay. But so that, so that concept, also inhibits her career path, I assume. Exactly. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, and it inhibits her confidence in applying for a different job. So she has a job she's in now. She's been there for 11 years. She's very happy. Okay. She likes the people she works right. with. So you, you've doing. got her in a, you've got her in a sustainable mode. Way to go. Yeah. You're a great yeah. sister. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, with my dad passing, the situation has arised that my mom is, they were married for 50 years and she's uncomfortable living on her own, but she really wants to travel and she doesn't want to leave the house empty. So she came up with the idea that maybe my sister could move in with her and cause she's only going to be there. She only wants to be there for like three months a year. I really want my mom to live with me, to be honest. Um, so <laughs> My sister could sell her house and make about $150,000. She has a townhouse. 
She's got 50000 left on it, and we could sell it for 200 Does it make sense? And there's like a lot, obviously, of nuances in here for her to take that 150 and invest a huge portion into her retirement because I'm afraid she's not going to have enough. She's 42. She has this 29000 in retirement, and she's got some health issues. And my dad passed from health issues that are genetic, and I'm just worried about taking care of her. Hmm. What's your mom's house worth? Three hundred, and it's paid off. Yeah, she doesn't owe anything on it. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> there's two elements we find from people that build wealth and are able to create a sustainable situation at retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay, one is a paid-for property. And one is a a nest egg, and so you're you're being very wise in how you're going at this, isn't she, George? Yeah. So, um, I want that for your sister because if yes. she does not own a property going into her retirement years because she moved into your mom's house and sold hers, um, she's going to be out of the real estate game. And um, that's what I was nervous about too. Yeah. I'm worried about that because, okay, let's fast forward. Let's say your sister's uh, life expectancy is better than you fear. And let's say she lives to 70 or 80. Okay. At that point, the number one line item in most people's budget expense wise, the largest item is housing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you have a paid for property, you have greatly reduced the number one expense item. You've stabilized right. it, like for your mom, in your mom's situation. She's sitting there in a paid-for $300,000 yeah. house. What's that give her? Stability. Yes. Because she doesn't have to worry about a stinking house payment with your dad passing, and which mm-hmm. might have forced her to sell the house instead of thinking about traveling. I don't know. I don't know what the rest of the right. nest egg is, but that, that's the thing. So the paid-for house that your mom's sitting on is a beautiful testament to your dad and your mom and how they've managed money. That's a stable thing for your mom going into her golden years. I don't want to take that away from your sister. Okay. I, 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 Could, is it, yeah, I just, I th- I'm going to throw one more wrench into the situation. My mom is saying she's going to leave the house to both my sister and myself. Could my sister just stay in the house after my mom passes and then that becomes her house? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm guessing that, if your mom's traveling nine months a year, there's some money too. There's so I I mean she's legitimately going to live with me for six months and I'm beyond happy about that and my husband is happy. That's not it. travel. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But and she has friends everywhere. So and they all want her to come. Okay, so this is them. not she's got two million dollars in a nest egg and just going to go out and have some fun. Unfortunately, no. Okay. But, <laughs> no. Right, so my question is, does she okay. have three hundred yeah. in addition to the house? She, from what I understand, she's got 175 in investments, and then probably 50 in checking. But then she gets um, pension and Social Security enough to cover more than her bills. Is it just you and your sister? Are you the only two siblings? Yes. Yep. Here's what I'm beating around. I'm trying to figure out the math that's fair to you because you've been a wonderful sister, and um, I'd like for your I'd like for your sister to end up with this house. Without having to pay you yeah, something. No, that's honestly, it would bring me so much comfort to know that she's just taken care of. You know, like it's okay, and we're in a stable place. My husband and I, we're going to be okay. We've got military retirement. 
I'm really worried that she's so tight on her money and so tight with her retirement right now. And this would just, I mean, it would be the world changing for her. Is a relationship part okay with mom? Um, you hesitated. Uh-oh. My mom is obviously great. I know. You hesitated. Sister, I think that it's, I think it's more um, a, an insecurity for my sister to say, I'm moving back in with my mom. And I told her, I was like, it's really mom is living with you. You know, if she's living there nine months of the year and my mom only comes in for three months, just basically to visit and say, hi, mm-hmm. it's really, my mom is gifting her that house. So changing her mentality. But I understand. If you want to do a, if you want to make it thorough and legal, you could sit with an estate planner and go ahead and deed the house to your sister with a life okay. estate, with a life estate to your mom, meaning your mom has rights to it as long as she's alive, she can stay there. Okay. And you could put in the in the in the write up that your sister is also allowed to occupy the property, um, and then your sister it does own the house. Okay. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. You could sit with an estate planner and do that under the unified estate tax exemption. Uh, you, she could transfer the title on the property over, not pay a dime on taxes on it. Uh, your sister can sell the house, her house, and dump that money, as you said, into retirement. No house payment. Yeah, then that starts to work uh, unless your mom is going to mess up your sister's progress uh, because she's done so well under your leadership. Yeah, I just keep coming back to that real estate. I like that she's got skin in the game, and I want her to lose that by this situation. If she's going to own this other house, then, then that that solves it. That keeps her in the real estate game. Yeah, you know, that, but I would also ask, what does sister want to do? Yeah. That's part of it. She likes her independence right now is what I heard, too. That's something to deal with. That's a good question. And even though it's quote-unquote her house, I think emotionally, psychologically, and until the deed is changed over, you know, financially. Yeah, I, it might be good for your sister's state of mind to go ahead and do the deed with the, your mom having a life estate. Make That'd it official, a not just a promise. Yeah, then, then this is your house. And, you know, uh, you're getting your part of the estate now prior to death. And um, then the rest of the money and stuff will come to... Uh, to you, Elizabeth, at that point upon death. And it probably won't be 300 k is what you're telling me. Probably going to be more in the 200 range, depending on what your mom spends between now and then. So, wow. I got to tell you, Elizabeth, that's very noble. You're, you're doing really good stuff there. You're a good person. I'm honored to speak with you. I hope we helped you. This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the famous debt-free stage. Sean and Glenda are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Dave. How's it going? It's good to to have you guys. Hi, George. Where do you guys live? (laughs) San Antonio, Texas. Oh, we love San Antonio. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having us. How much debt did you pay off? About $297,000. That'll do. How long did that take? Five and a half years, about 68 months. Wow, good for you. And your range of income during that time? 86000 to about two hundred twelve. Wow. Cool. Now, what kind of debt was this? It's our house, Dave. It's you paid off your house! <laughs> Look at their weird people! <laughs> we <are> weird. <laughs> Very weird people. <laughs> I love it! Way to go, you guys. What do y'all do for a living? Well, I'm a fire inspector at JBSA Lackland Air Force okay. Base. Uh, why aren't you on the radio? With that voice. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, he does have a sexy voice. Well, I am on the radio when I, when I, I have my radio. I didn't say sexy. I just <laughs> said radio. I said sexy. <laughs> I'm on the fire department radio, so that yeah. counts. <laughs> 
And I work logistics for um, Lackland Air Force Base. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, cool. awesome. I'm retired active duty, but I went back as a civil service. Ah, well, Same thank, job. Thanks for your service. Yes, thank you thank so you. much. Appreciate it. So you paid off your, what's this house worth? Uh, four hundred and four thousand dollars. Way to go! How much in your nest egg? It's going to be nine hundred and sixty-five thousand hey, dollars. Yeah, almost there. You mean above the four hundred? There's six hundred and something. Yeah. Yes. So you're yeah. right at a million dollars. Close. close. Oh, you're we're about, we're about forty thousand dollars short. I just declared it. You're yeah. okay. Thank Way you. to go. Thank you. Appreciate Baby that. steps That's millionaires. Weird. Check, check oh, the stock market in an hour. Maybe you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you two? 57. 57. Oh, you got a paid for house. Yes, sir. And you're millionaires. Yes. We never owned a house while I was active duty, so that's why it took a little longer to actually say, hey, because I was originally from San Antonio. We both were. Yeah, I mean, so that's I can't believe you waited until you're 57 to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. Rich. No time like the present. <laughs> how, long, how long have you guys been married? 32 years. Yes. Way to go, you two. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. That's so excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. Okay, so what put you on this journey five and a half years ago to knock the house out? So when I was deployed to the Middle East, which you just came back from, mm-hmm. so it was very hot. Well, it shouldn't have been hot there. No, it wasn't hot this no, time. But this yeah. time. In the summer, it's bad. The yes, sandbox, yes. Right? When I was there, it was 120 degrees. Yeah. yeah. And there was on the bulletin board for the chapel, a Dave Ramsey financial peace course. I'm like, well, I didn't hear about you about that time. Is it air conditioned? That's what yes. we want to know. Yeah, the yeah. chapel was Who air conditioned. Who cares what the stupid <laughs> yes, course yes, is? Yes, is yes. it air conditioned? Yes, yeah. yes. So it started from there. and Yeah, we he just came never home, Dave, all fired up about getting out of debt, and I wasn't having it. Uh oh. I said, I'm not having this foolishness. I'm going shopping. Because truly, I'm the free spirit. He's the nerd. Apparently. But what he did was he started, back then it was your CDs, and he would put the CDs, because it actually started in 09 that this happened. Yeah. And we got rid of our consumer debt. But he started playing the CDs in the car on the way to work, and I liked that it was biblically based and that you were funny. So I said, okay, yep. I'll go to the, I'll take the class. So she took the class I with took us. I took it and we me. never looked Don't back. Don't like it, but it's Jesus <laughs> yeah. and it's funny. Yes. Yeah, okay. yes. it was Jesus <laughs> and it's funny. And uh, loved it and we never looked back. We hit it straight head on, paid that debt off and wow. yeah. moved to San Antonio, built yeah. a house. And, and I think the, the budget was re- really opened her eyes too. Yeah, the budget. Because that made our standard for never going back into debt again. Uh-huh. We cash flowed four cars. And everything else. And we is recently just, cash just bought a, a car, cash. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A new to us car. It's a 2021 That's Camry, nice. but yes. new to Good us. Car. But yeah. Yeah. But the, That's a typical millionaire car. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. A two-year-old Camry. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's yeah. about what they drive. Yeah. We love it. So we just love that Financial Peace University is just comprehensive. You know, it's from beginning to the end. And we also had the opportunity to um, help facilitate, to coordinate yes, with um, coordinating the chaplain at Lackland Base. Oh, um, good. Wow. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, your story's got to inspire them. When you get up there and you share all of this, they've yeah. got to be like, we're doing whatever they did. Our yes. first class paid off 100 grand of debt in the nine weeks that we taught the class. <laughs> so it was a successful class. We were hoping if we could just help one person. That would be enough for us, but a hundred grand was paid off in the first class. Wow, that's yeah, we great. had a lot of big support system in, at Lackland. That's great, and our and our kids were a big support system too. Wow, yeah. very cool. And we attend many of your live events, so we love the pep rallies. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing when we go to your your live events. So yeah. we, we've been to one in San Antonio, Houston, yeah. Louisville, just wherever, wow. kind of where you guys are at. We yeah, kind of like like follow you. We're like wow. little stalkers. <laughs> Not <laughs> our first time meeting. <laughs> Got a John Deloney picture. I was in yeah. there. This is so picture. fun. This is yeah. everybody. Oh, my gosh. Look yeah. at y'all. It was awesome. Way to go, you two. How does it feel to be 100% free? Yeah. 
free it's and be amazing. millionaires. It's amazing. <sighs> we actually took the picture. You should have put that one in there of our feet touching the grass. Yeah. But he didn't have a tan on his feet, so it wasn't a good picture. So. <laughs> was, I had a farmer's was a tan on my feet, so yeah. it didn't look good. Got a sexy voice, but those white, no, those feet. Those white no. feet. No. I'm just saying. Not a foot model. <laughs> no, not at all. That's, Man. Not, my, that's not my side yeah, gig. But the, but the grass did feel different. It was it's Well, amazing. you guys have different decisions now. Now, Glenda the Spenda out here, you can Glenda actually spend, spend with more confidence. George. Yep. Yes, we're going on a cruise in January. So. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Yes. Where's so, the cruise? It's going to go to Honduras and Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Yes. very yes. good. Very That's excited. a good cruise. Yeah, with a good fun. group of friends too. So yeah. little did you know, you're going to have more fun spending on the other side. You're just doing it with cash. Yes, a little more freedom. Everything. That's, even more that's fun. our standard. Everything's cash yeah. now. Yeah. That, we're not going to go below that standard at all. I'm so proud of y'all. Thank you so oh, thank much. You so cool. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, George. And is your family wealthy? Did you grow up in wealthy families? No, oh, no, no, not at all. No. So they all looking no. at you like cross-eyed. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. the crazy ones. We're the, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. weird. And we're weird. crazy and weird. <laughs> we're trying to bring them along. So yeah. a couple of my nephew, Sean, he's, he's doing real good. Yep. And your chaplain. He, yeah. Herbs. And the chaplain, Herbs. Yeah. Yep, we have a few people. He's the one we're co- coordinating the FPU's class back back yeah. home with. Yes. Which is great because it makes you want to do it too. Oh, yeah. Everybody's yeah. watching. So. It's contagious. Yeah. Yeah. It yes. is. It's, it's awesome. funny that just working your butt off and living on less than you make is now considered weird. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just exactly. spending other people's money? How does yeah. that work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys You're not person. irresponsible. You're yeah, weird. Exactly. Because yeah. that's the opinion we get sometimes where you can't do that. You yeah. can't buy a car cash. I'm like, yeah. well, I did it. Kind of yeah. just Several did times. for the fourth time. Yeah. 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 Argue with that. Yeah, exactly. What do you tell people the secret to getting out of debt is? Well, I tell them to take FPU. I like you. I do. I say take FPU. Uh, the budget, zero-based budget, not just the budget, because for years we did a budget. We paid extra on everything, never got anywhere with that. But doing it your way, the zero-based, is what did it for us. Yeah. Yeah. And Because um, I reemphasize that in the FPU course. I say, your personal budget, your truth, your, your budget's not going to lie to you. Your, your income, what you put into your budget is what you're going to be able to do, how to get out of debt, how to pay for items, things that yeah. pop up that – you, you, it's an emergency that happens, but you're ready for it. It's part of readiness. It's inconvenience when yeah, we had an emergency, exactly, which exactly. we had several. We yeah. we cash floor a couple of helped with funerals. Yeah, we had, both of our moms passed away within the last year, mm. so it wasn't a crisis to yeah. plan the funeral. It was just we just did it. We didn't have to worry about you know where are we going to get the money for because funerals are a racket. Yeah, yeah. if you look at it, it's terrible. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just took care of business basically because yeah. since we had enough funds to take care of it yeah we didn't have to worry about stuff change, like that. changes a month paid for exactly. a roof exactly. we did a roof replacement yeah roof repair time roof repair cash so life's still going to hit you but you just got to be prepared for it yeah. that's what man, the you go through their do. class you get it yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. I got it too Dial, man this is <laughs> i'm good. ready to pay off some debt and i don't have any <laughs> <laughs> way to go you two hey we've got the live and give box for you it's another fpu membership you'll be able to give that to somebody because you're being such a blessing thank you total money makeover book and baby steps millionaires book which you're you're all of that we're okay. so proud of y'all well done sean and glenda san antonio texas two hundred ninety-seven thousand paid off house and everything that's a four hundred thousand dollar house and almost seven hundred six hundred some change in the old uh in the old retirement so that's making them baby steps millionaires they did all of this in five and a half years making 80 to 212 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three, three two, two. One. One. We're debt free. Yeah. Love it. 
This is the Ramsey Show. All right, let's cut to the chase. It's easy to get discouraged about crazy house prices and interest rates. But when you have the right real estate agent to help you buy and sell the right way, you'll have confidence to make smart decisions. Ramsey trusted agents aren't just experts who guide you through buying or selling. They're someone you can trust to have your back from the first call to closing day. Find a Ramsey trusted agent near you at RamseySolutions.com slash agent. RamseySolutions.com slash agent. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host. Cassie's in Denver. Hi, Cassie. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um, so my husband and I are on baby step two um, in the process of paying off our debts. And um, what we discovered before we got married that um, my husband had about $17,000 in student debt. Um, to kind of explain the situation, his parents agreed in, when they got divorced to pay for their kids' college tuition. Um, so at the start of each semester, my husband's mom would send him cash, and his dad would ask that he take out a loan in my husband's name that his dad um, verbally agreed to pay back at the end of um, college, basically. So um, my husband also worked full-time, 40 hours. He ended up getting all of his tuition reimbursed. So at the end of each semester, he would send his mom the cash back and his dad the other half, and he thought he was paying those loans off. But come to find out, he spent that money instead, and now my husband still has $17,000 in student loans in his name with his dad's verbal agreement to pay it back. Well, I think we see why they um, got a divorce. Yes, is <laughs> one of the many reasons yeah. um, that he's poor with money. But we Not are that he borrows money, but he steals money from his kids. I mean, what kind of guy is this? Yeah, and it's kind of hit to the point where we really we're in the we have a four month old. We want to purchase a house soon. Um, the question is, you know, is that debt fall on us or sure? It's in your husband's name. Yeah, exactly. And so, do we delay buying the house? Yes. Pay that off. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, so it's I, as if I'm you guess, got I'm guessing here. your father in law. I mean, this guy sounds like a real upstanding twerp. Um. I'm guessing he doesn't have $17,000 to honor his word and pay this off, right? Uh, he lives paycheck to paycheck and probably will for the rest of his life. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, we just trusted that he was going to go through with how this long, whole deal. How, but your husband did all this when he was a kid. He gave your dad, I mean, he's a, high, he's a college kid, right? Yeah. You I mean, you're 17, 18, your parents' yeah. finances are your finances. Yeah. He said, well, he said, so he sent him the, he sent him the money back then. He hasn't sent him money since y'all been married. Correct. He sent him the money at the end of each semester. Yeah, long and time ago. Being paid off. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your household income? Uh, about one sixteen. How much money do you have? Um, right now, we have. You mean like in savings? Mm-hmm. Um. So we have our thousand dollar emergency fund, and then we're just paying off our other debts, including. Oh, so you have you're working a debt snowball. Debt. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Cassie. How much other debt have you guys got? Um, so I have about 12,000 students, and then I have 23,000 on a car. I'm actively trying to sell it and get a lesser car, and he has about 10,000 on his truck okay. that we've been snowballing. So. Okay. Well, I'm guessing that this pattern of lack of integrity and irresponsibility has already put a strain on your husband's relationship with his dad. Not counting, Actually, no. not, not counting this here. If you just took this out, it was already a strain. 
No, they haven't. My husband was pretty clueless until I got in the picture. He didn't, you know, he, he's, he's of the mindset. It's his dad's responsibility. It was written. In no, 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 no. You misunderstand me. Yeah. Your, your, your husband's dad is a twerp. Okay. The student loans, not the first time he was a twerp. Correct. Yes. So I'm guessing that his dad, your dad, your husband was already strained just because his dad doesn't do the stuff he says he's going to do in general. Correct. Yes. He's in here. Right. He has done this before. He, yeah, this is not, a, yeah, I mean, he says he's going to be there for Christmas. He doesn't come or he says he's going to be right. there at six o'clock. He comes at 10 o'clock because he just doesn't, right. it, the world revolves around him. It doesn't occur to him that he's supposed to keep his word. On right. anything. Yeah. And that's why they're not married anymore. I mean, that's, you know, so what what I'm pointing out is, is the student loan is just a one more brick in the wall uh, of this guy's life. It's because it's mm-hmm. very seldom that you'd have this as a standalone issue in his life, in, in the father-in-law's life. So my point is, yeah, put it in, you, you, you owe it legally. You're going to have to pay it. It's not going to go mm-hmm. away until y'all pay it. So put it in your debt snowball. I'm so sorry you're having to do that. But then what y'all need to do is step back. And if I'm in your shoes, this pisses me off a lot because mm-hmm. it delays when you get your house a little. And mm-hmm. I would require that um, if I'm you, I don't require is not the right word. I would want, uh, my spouse to say out loud how bad this is and not just mm-hmm. act like this is okay. If your husband act like this is okay, it's going to make you really angry. This yeah, is not okay. <laughs> this is not okay. Does he still trust that his dad's going to pay this? I don't understand. Yes. Yes, he does. How? And he did it for his sister as well. And she, he's actually missed payments on her plan. So her credit got really messed up yeah. from it. There's nothing in the entire story that indicates he's ever going to pay this. Yeah. And so your husband owning that is going to help you relationally with your husband and help you emotionally. If I'm in your shoes, this is me anyway, it's going to help me. Mm-hmm. If my wife, if this is my wife and she came in and she goes, look, this is awful. I'm so sorry. We got to pay this and it's wrong and he's not going to do it. I wish he would do it. I just, he's just not that guy. He's the guy that doesn't do what he says he's going to do. He's that guy. And so mm-hmm. it, it, that's for you and your husband. Because there's nothing either one of y'all are going to is going to change the twerp. The twerp's just a twerp. Mm-hmm. He just is. I mean, he's just over there, and you're not going to change him. And no amount of angry is going to make. There's no justice in this story. Mm-hmm. Justice will not be done in this story. This side of heaven, right? Because justice would mm-hmm. be the old man paid the bill, right? But that's nobody in this within the earshot of our microphones right now. 30 million people listening to this call. None of them think he's going to pay the bill. Your husband's the only one. (laughs) So he needs to own that for the sake of your all's relationships. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Uh, I'm not asking him to disown his father or never speak to him again. I'm not suggesting that. There's not molestation or something that's occurred here. There's nothing like that. This is just the old man didn't keep his word. Well, right. yeah, that happens a lot. I'm a, I'm afraid the old lady didn't keep her word. That happens a lot. I'm afraid. So, but you can love him where, you know, he's just that guy over there and it's just, I just love him in his, but I'm certainly not going to do any business with this guy ever again. Right. I'm not going to trust yeah. him with any money. not going to send any money to him or, you know, you're $17,000 in the hole to me. Let's just start the conversation there.
Yeah. But so yeah. the reality is you guys are in 62,000 of debt, your debt, you make 116, and this is a solvable problem. It's yeah. gonna, but it's going to delay your home purchase by a few years. Yeah, well, not even. A, but Maybe 18 months yeah. is what it's going to take to get rid of all this debt. Unless you sell the car, it will happen even sooner. So Yeah. yeah it's, um, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. It's just... But it's like you got scammed is what it feels like. Yeah, it's so I got emotional. scammed, I'm out the money, and, it, and I still have I to move forward. I didn't just get scammed. I got scammed by my dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. The person is supposed that's to love the, me the and protect me. The very one that's supposed to not. It's like these parents that steal their kids' identity. It's a certain level of scum. It's a whole other level of scum. When you steal your own kid's identity and you go open accounts in your kid's name, oh, my God. That's just, this guy didn't do that, but he he's just a, he's in the same bucket, you know? And it's just awful. Oh, I'm so sorry. But the, the, the problem is when we get into these things, you get right down to the facts. The facts are, Cassie, that your husband has a student loan in his name and no one's going to pay it if y'all don't. So you're in debt. So you got to clean it up. That's the facts. But the emotion around the facts is just nasty. Mm. Well, and the whole situation from the beginning just sounded complicated and sketchy. It was like, well, you take the down your name and I'll, I'll get you. You make the uh, yeah. Once you so, say that right there, you can you can see what's coming. If Dad's not willing to take out the loan for himself, he wasn't willing to take on the risk, and he was not willing to pay. Well, yeah, he yeah. didn't have the money, yeah, and he doesn't now. He blew it somehow. And Mom's over here handing cash, and he's handing her cash back. Oh my gosh! And yeah, you can tell Weird what happened. Situation. Tell what happened in that marriage. That's just awful. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Integrity shows up in everything, and it shows up. It always shows up as a pattern, not a singular event. And that's what you're looking for. That's why I was saying that about... It wasn't the first time, and it won't be the last. No, no. It's not going to be the last time he doesn't keep his word on something. That's the problem. It stinks. Ouch. Ouch. Some people's parents. Mm. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love and create actual, amazing relationships. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. YouTube sensation George Campbell is my co-host today, Ramsey Personality. He's also the co-host of the uh, Smart Money Happy Hour. And uh, we appreciate you guys joining us today. Open phones. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for hanging out. And George, um, you and Rachel got my wife to do something I can't get her to do. What's that? Go on a podcast. We we got there first. You got there. She, I've got not been. Able, I mean, she did this show thirty years ago one time when there were four people listening to it. Oh my goodness! But um, I, after that, she won't come back on. Yeah, it was the honor of a lifetime for Sharon Ramsey to agree to do Smart Money Happy Hour. I cornered her at last year's Christmas party, and she's a big fan of the podcast. And I said, "Well, Sharon, you should be on it." And she said, "I'll do it." And that was it. That and was then history. you all sent her all the positive comments from YouTube, none of the negatives. Well, there was... And so now she thinks she's a star. There was weirdly only positive comments, Dave. Even in the YouTube comment section, which is generally a cesspool, everybody's like, we love Sharon. She needs to be a third co-host. She's America's sweetheart. Wow. So... She's a star. They love her. Sharon, if you're listening, which you're not listening to this show, you're busy listening to Smart Money Happy Hour, so they don't have to worry about her head getting too big, but <laughs> it was a great episode, so I encourage you guys, go check out the Smart Money Happy Hour episode featuring the one and only Sharon Ramsey. Courtney's in Canada. Hi, Courtney. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave and George. Can you hear me all right? We can. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. I am so honored to talk to you guys. I'm very excited. We're glad to have um, you. How can we Christmas? help? Um, 
I have a question. Um, I'll tell you my question. I'll give you a little bit of background. So I am wondering what I should do with my rental, excuse me, my rental property income. I uh, moved in with my fiance and so my house was empty. I tried to sell it. It was on the market for about a year and no luck. So um, I decided for the winter season to uh, get a renter. And so now I have this extra income from a renter and I'm just wondering if I should put it towards, I'm in baby step two, I'm wondering if I should be throwing it towards uh, my debt snowball or if I should be um, saving a portion of that in case, um, worst case scenario, and I have to do repairs on the house. Yes. <laughs> you need, a little bit of both? <laughs> yeah, you need you need you need an emergency fund for the house because as a landlord, one of the things you're going to discover is owning real estate's not cheap. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to have some what we would in business we'd call it retained earnings. Uh, in Ramsey talk, we call it an emergency fund, right? Where you've yes. got some money set aside so when the water heater goes out, you've got to fix it. You got a tenant. Yeah. So if you if you have zero money and something breaks over there, you're screwed, right? Yeah, and I have I have a very good income. Um, I'm just obviously. What is your very good income? I make about 150. That's nice. Good for you. Good for you. How I much? Still, I still I still would set aside like uh, what's your rent on this place income? Um, I charge two thousand a month, and my it, it costs me eighteen fifty. Okay. It costs you eighteen fifty. Well, my mortgage is eighteen fifty a month, oh, and, I, and I'm charging my tenant two thousand dollars. So this is a money making scheme so of eighteen hundred bucks. It's one hundred and fifty dollars we're discussing here. Yes, um, the market is. It's a very small town. <laughs> I know, and but I don't think one hundred fifty dollars is going to change your life either way. Here, what really is going to change your life? You get this property sold, um, and I sure hope yes. you're married by then. When you're getting married. Uh, June seventh, twenty twenty five. We are working what? separately on our uh, on our debt, and we are paying. We're cash flowing the wedding, so we decided to give it a year and a half. It's going to take you a year and a half to cash flow a wedding. Well, to get rid of our debt and then cash flow our wedding. We, we Can both you scale be, down the we wedding and just here. get the wedding knocked out and be married, and then knock this debt out together? Um, I mean, we could. We yeah. just, with your we very just good income. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we could do that. I don't know if the world's um, going to be around in 2025. <laughs> I don't want to be married uh, to this guy. Like, I guess that's silly because like, I we both know we're going to spend the rest of our lives together and we want a really nice wedding. It's it's nothing crazy. It's only, well, I mean, it's average. It's 20000 So um, we just thought like if we get all our money in order first and then we can save. I plan to be debt-free by April or May and then get some time to plan and all that stuff okay um sell your house as soon as possible and if i woke up in your shoes you can do whatever you want to do you're grown people okay Uh, (laughs) but having having lived um and sat with people in uh, where things didn't turn out like they thought they were going to um, if i were in your all shoes i would put my debt snowballs on hold temporarily what does your fiance make he makes about 150 to 160. Okay. So you have $300,000 you're playing with. Stop everything and put 20 grand together and go get married now. <laughs> like March. Okay. That's what I would do. I would, you could put a wedding together by March and go get married and then start then take your $300,000 income and clean up your your debt. We don't tell people that they should be debt free before getting married. But they should be in agreement about 
doing that before, after, during, whatever. You should be in agreement about your money, but you don't have to be debt-free to prove it to each other. Um, and you're just, you're in a very, uh, you're taking a lot of risk here that you don't even realize you're taking. Uh, let's say you sell this house and then something goes sideways. Um, yeah, you got a mess on your hands, kiddo. So yeah, you guys need to decide what you're going to do and let's go ahead and get things in the right order here. And you do whatever you want to do, but that's what I would do if I woke up in your shoes, knowing that I know I'm not waiting two and a half years to get married. To do to do this, I'm with George on this. I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. put it together. I would put the debt snowball on hold temporarily, quickly. I mean, you could what two months you get a twenty grand. Yeah, I mean, with three hundred grand, they only need to put in ten grand each, and this thing's done. Yeah, that's, that's a not, paycheck. It's really not not hard. Yeah, and so um, and then let's get rid of this house because this house is a burden. As soon as you're married, uh, so yeah, March the house goes on the market right after we get married. That's if I woke up in your shoes, that's what I would I want do. to know why I didn't sell for a whole year. That part is uh, interesting. I don't... So she said it's a rural area, not a lot of market. So mm. it wasn't able to rent it, though, for 2000 bucks. So it's an interesting thing. That's so. tough. But, yeah, this, some of these rentals, Dave, we get the call in, and we always ask them, well, how much are you making? Well, after the mortgage, it makes, we make about 100 bucks a month. And I go, for 1200 bucks a year, I'd rather just go it's, do a side hustle. No, that's a lot of risk. That's a whole lot of risk. And that's if everything goes perfectly. And it never goes perfectly. It's called rental property. I mean, it just doesn't go perfectly. Something's always busted. Mm. People don't pay. I mean, stuff is always And they don't treat on. it like their own house. No, it's it's a it's a thing, man. And so, yeah, you just... <clears throat> the longer you leave a renter in there, um, the harder you're going to be to get rid of this property without spending some more money on it. So, um, yeah, I'm... I'm really think i would do those things you do whatever you want to do but you guys have got great potential and you're dragging this stuff out to your own peril putting your life on hold for this 150 bucks a month not worth it yeah exactly this is the ramsey show do you listen to the ramsey show for motivation you want to know what's even more motivating attending a ramsey event the ultimate motivational experience that's fully focused on helping you eliminate money stress. Join us for the Total Money Makeover Weekend on May 10th and 11th in Nashville and leave money stress at the door for good. Podcast listeners use the code 50OFF to save $50 on standard level tickets. Get yours at RamseySolutions.com slash events. George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Kevin and Ginger are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Great. Can't complain, Dave. Welcome. Good to have you. Where do you guys live? Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. Fun. Welcome to Nashville. How much debt have you paid? So we paid off $120,000. Cool. How long did that take? About 28 months. Good for you. Yes. And your range of income during that time? So it was seventy eight thousand, and then all the way up to one thirty eight thousand. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? So I'm an accountant, and then I do cybersecurity as well. Ah, good. And I'm also an accountant, and I do auditing. Wow, great careers! Way to go, guys. Thanks. So, what kind of debt was the hundred and twenty thousand? So we uh, paid off our house. house. Oh, couple weirdos! Yeah, I love it. What's the house worth? Uh, the last time I checked, it was two twenty. So. Wow. 220 in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Yes. And how old are you two? I'm 28 and Kevin's 30. I'm 30. 
28 did you say yes 28 wow. and 30 and you have a paid for house worth a quarter million dollars yeah. <laughs> i love it way to go you two thank you so how long have you been married three years okay so right after you got married you look at this and go this is doable we're a couple of accountants we can do math yeah we can yes. pay this house 100 yeah. percent. yeah we can pay this house off <laughs> yes. so yeah. how did you get connected to ramsey so my mother-in-law was like hey there's this guy this old guy kind of like your whoa, grandpa whoa, whoa. i know i know that's what she said <laughs> how old is she blame it on the mother-in-law she, she's uh 62 but no she was like <clears throat> you i know you're really attached to your grandpa and he's kind of like him so you should look at him and kind of be guided with what he's gonna say so i'm like all right so i got a couple of, like youtube videos i'm like man this guy is he does finance super simple and it, everybody can understand it. So I'm just like, I'm going to go full on, just gazelle intense on all any kind of debt. So that was pretty much the whole thing. So, uh, Ginger, you're like, my mother, what did she do? <laughs> no, I'd be like, you keep sending me YouTube links. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So were you on board, Ginger? Or did this all make sense to you? We're like, oh, all yeah. right, sure. Like, that sounds fun. What a cool goal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, let's get this done. And that's yeah. how you do it in 28 months, 120,000. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, like school was always like leverage and all that stuff and like fancy, you know, trying to like time the market and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, or we could just pay off everything and then just not have to worry about anything for the rest of our lives. That's wow. a strategy. <laughs> that's a strategy. I'm going with that one. Yeah. I like that. I'm going with the peace and calmness. I like this. This is good. Way to go. So your mother-in-law's got to be happy. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. yes. She was like the first like big cheerleader. She's yes. like, holy crap, you did it. Yes. I love it. Well, congratulations, you Thank guys. Thank you. How's it feel to be 30 years old and not have a payment in the world? Y'all are, y'all are feels, feels pretty good. Feels pretty good. I mean, I know, what's it called? We both had a goal when we got married. I'm like, all right, we need to do this before we're 30. And I missed it by one month. I missed Aww. it by one month, but it was okay. It's okay. I was well, like, I wouldn't eh, call it know. a complete such failure. A way, such a way to be a failure. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> did you have friends that were cheering you guys on? Did they know about this, or was this kind of a private thing? Oh, they thought we were crazy. They were like, you make all this money, and you're not getting a Tesla? And I'm like, because I, I want a Tesla, but I'm like, man, it's just so expensive. There we go. And, <laughs> right? I know. Like, I know you're in the Tesla all the time, and I'm like, man, I want one of those, but like... I did. The, here's what I did, though. I waited till the house was paid exactly. off, and then I bought a very used Tesla that didn't yeah, hurt my stomach. For such a thing for. as a junkie Tesla... <laughs> that's not, that's that's not yeah. on fire, George has one. That's it. It hasn't burned down yet, Dave. Yeah, so a lot That's of our, exciting. Yeah, a lot of our friends got like new appliances and new stuff for our housing and you know, they always are upscaling their lifestyle and then here's us with our 2000, you know, 10 Ford Escape just like, you know, it's good, you know, but it's not great, but we just thought, well, if we're just debt free and have that good journey, it's just you know, we'll have peace. With You'll the rest be driving of our lives. like no one else soon, my exactly, friend. Exactly, making 140k with no payments. So yes. now that you're free, are you two weirdos going to lighten up and go do something cool? <laughs> so that segues us great. So as soon as we promised ourselves that we would buy a luxury hot tub. <laughs> That I did give an image to them, but a luxury hot tub after we paid off, and we did indeed buy that oh, hot tub. There it is. Touchdown! <laughs> All right, that's better than a Tesla. It won't hey, catch yeah, on I know, fire. I know. Yeah. I was like, you know, a Tesla hot tub. I was like, well, I get to relax all day. Then, I'm then, telling right? you, yeah, that's a <laughs> wow. lot better. That's a lot better. 
Uh, it's fireproof. Way to go, man. Thank you. Excellent. That's cool. I love it. Good for you guys. You guys are on, you're on track to be multimillionaires. You'll be able to do anything you want to do. You'll be able to be generous with money. You'll be able to change your whole family tree. Pretty incredible. And all cause you're, uh, mother who's my age said there's this old guy <laughs> that was the most offensive part I'm like she's his age this I doesn't know, make sense i know i was like he's not even that bad but compared like, to you heck? she was saying hey I guess, listen yeah exactly. i get he's not as young exactly. and strapping as George. she was talking about <laughs> relative to you i get yeah. it i'm yes. not mad yeah. it's funny it's funny hey thanks guys so proud of y'all what do you Thank tell you. people the key to getting out of debt is follow a budget stick to it check check in on your budget have your cheerleaders with you I, I think make you got to make sure that you hold yourself accountable too, right? You know, you just got to make sure that, like, if you're with a relationship or a partner, they make sure that you're accountable and they're accountable too. Um, but if you're single, but I got then, a feeling both of you guys were pretty dialed in from oh day yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah. Doesn't day sound one like we were. We, doesn't we, sound like anybody was kicking and screaming. Yeah, when we went to marriage counseling because we did that. Also, my mother-in-law said you should do that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. When we went to marriage counseling, they did like this test or whatever. I don't know. And then for the finance section, it was literally, I, I, I couldn't even believe it. We were in opposite rooms, 100%. We were 100% aligned with that. Wow. I was like, what? <laughs> so That's a uh, Les Parrott's test. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. The yeah. Simbus? Simbus. That one. Simbus. Yeah. 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 That's a great Save test. Save your marriage before it starts? Exactly. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a great test. Wow. Yeah. That's what happens when two finance nerds come together and they're actually aligned. <laughs> Look at what you guys can accomplish. And what yeah. happens is they're going to be so rich. <laughs> yeah. so cool. Way to go, you two. Thank you. Well done. Hey, we've got the Live and Give box for you. It has in it the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, which is where you're going for sure. Uh, the Total Money Makeover book, you've got that memorized. And uh, Financial Peace University membership to give to one of your doubting friends. <laughs> and uh, that's right. You can get them going in the right direction now. So this is stuff for you to live and stuff for you to give. Our way of saying thanks for coming down from Cleveland. Let us celebrate with you. We're proud of you. We're proud of your mother-in-law. We're proud of everybody. Way to go, you guys. You're in such great shape. Pretty incredible. Hot Thank tub. you so much. Hot tub. The hot tub. Well, it's not played. a bingo card, but I love it. Well played. <laughs> Kevin and Ginger, Cleveland, Ohio, 120000 paid off in 28 months. House and everything, not even 30. Did it in making 78 to 138. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, one. one. We're debt-free! Yeah! Yeah! Love it! Way to go, you guys. Way to go. That's impressive. What I love is that 28 months of sacrifice is what it took, and the next 28 years are drastically different. 38, 48 years. And most yeah. people would rather just live in mediocrity for 28 years and not do this. That's what's crazy to me. They'll just sort of stumble through life and wake up 28 months from now going, yeah, we're still broke, still got the same money stress. But if you're just willing to sacrifice for this short period of time, this is a blip in the scale of your life. It changes everything. You know, we had... Uh, my old friend Art Williams speak at Entree Leadership, and he used to say, you're going to pay a price, period. Everyone is going to pay a price. You're going to pay a price now, living like no one else, like they did, so that later you can live and give like no one else, or you're going to pay a price of living a whole life, like you said. The money fights, of money mediocrity. problems, never building wealth. A whole life of mediocrity, a whole life of financial stress. You'll be normal. God help you. Don't be normal, people. Mm. Pay that's the price why, now. That's why when someone does this, we yell, hey, weirdo. 
because it's weird to pay off your house. It's weird to be a grown-up and live on less than you make. It's weird. Normal is broke, stressed out, freaked out. Number one cause of divorce in North America today, money fights, money problems. That's normal. You don't want to be normal. Normal sucks. This is The Ramsey Show. I know you work hard for your money, and the key to keeping more of it in your pocket is by making a plan for your spending with a budget. And Every Dollar is the budgeting app that I use personally because it's perfect for looking every dollar you make in its little president face and telling it exactly where you want it to go. Just like you told that guy in traffic exactly where you wanted him to go. And even better, every dollar walks you through the entire budgeting journey so you always know your next right step. Download every dollar for free in the App Store or Google Play today. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for doing this. I've been doing this radio show, taking calls. Uh, for those of you listening on podcast or watching on YouTube, this started with and is still a talk radio show. Uh, it's on 680 radio stations, the second largest talk radio show in America. That's how this whole thing started. Been doing it for over 30 years now. And during that 30 years, I've taken uh, some wild calls, some funny calls, some sad calls. Um, we've taken calls. But, you know, what we don't do a good job of here because it's just not the format, it's not what we're here for, is we don't ever get the opportunity very often to follow up and go back and say, did you do what I told you to do? Were you able to turn it around? Did it turn out okay? How'd this work out? When, did you follow the advice? Was the advice good? Did, you know, Were we able to help you? We don't ever follow up and find out later. Sometimes we hear a little bit of that with a debt-free scream, George. But, but where are they now? Yeah, you know. but it's kind of where where are they now stuff. We you know, we just uh, help you and you go on your way and your friends know what happened, your family knows what happened in some cases. But um, but you know we don't bring you back on here and do that. So we're going to change that today because on August first we took a call from Sarah, and uh, she was in a pickle. Uh, we've got an edited quick version of the call just to give you an idea, and then we'll recap it. So James is going to fire that. Let's hear it. I'm kind of in a financial crisis, and I'm not really sure what to do. My house is in the process of being foreclosed on. Oh, my. And I don't know if I should just throw in the towel or mm-hmm. fight. I lost my husband four years ago, and we've been surviving off the Social Security and insurance payments. What happened? He was working for a roofing company. And he fell through a skylight working on a roof 30 feet. Oh, my. I'm so sorry. And um, he suffered a cerebral hemorrhage. And the the insurance company that was what, workers' comp or liability yeah. insurance for, yeah. the, for the employer says they're not liable? Comp. Yeah, they filed an appeal. And, you have an um, attorney? I have one through um, Workman's Comp, and they have denied the appeal and restarted my payments. But that put me in a place where I got behind, yeah, really sorry. behind. And then by the time I got a job, I was I was drowning. Yeah. You are not getting foreclosed on. Breathe. I know how to stop this. I mean, I know this is my no, no, fault. No, it's, okay. it's not your fault. Nope. No, nope, it's not your fault. Life has happened to you. You've had a tragedy, honey. So you're you're okay. In good, you're, you're okay. Now, do we have some problems that we need to address? 
Yes. Okay? We do. But you're not going to lose this house. I'm 100% sure of it. Okay? My car got repoed last month. Okay. All right. How are you? Uh, do you have a car at all? No. Okay. All right. And so you don't have anybody around you and family and, and things, do you? I lost my father six months before I lost my husband. Okay. How many, how many kids you got? Four. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to wrap our arms around you and make sure you're okay. And we're going to put a bunch of people in your life and, um, you're going to follow the instructions of these people and we're going to save your house and we're going to get you back up on your feet and get you a car and get you going again. Okay. Okay. All right. We've Thank got, you. we've got Ramsey counselors right here in your town. We are in your town and we'll use one of our in, on staff people to take care of you. Okay. Her, her okay. name is Lisa and Austin's going to hook you up with her and she's going to get in touch with the mortgage company. And, um, this is taken care of. We're going to take care of it. So that's a quick grasp of what the call was a little longer than that, but her husband passed away at 36 years old, uh, as, as she said, in a roofing accident. And the uh, insurance company quit paying the payments. She only owed $64,000 on the house. is worth 375000 It was 45 days from foreclosure when she called on August the 1st. Um, so that's a lot of equity. I mean, she had a $300,000 worth of equity that she was going to lose on that foreclosure. Um, she'd just gotten a job making about $20 an hour. Uh, she was five months behind on a $600 house payment, $3,000, no car. Cause she, like she said, her car got repoed, no family around her except her four kids, um, which are 20, 17, eight and six, um, wasn't plugged into her church and her community. Um, and we sat her down with our, our top counselor, the lady that runs our whole counseling area, Lisa Barber. And, um, Lisa stepped in and began to guide everything through this situation because we knew we deal with this stuff every day and we knew exactly how to uh, pull this off. Well, what happened in the meantime was God showed up miraculously. A roofing company in the area heard this and said, uh, well, that's not okay. And they wrote the check and Lisa got with the mortgage company and caught the payments up, stopped the foreclosure the $3,000 or whatever it was to get the 4,000 with legal fees, whatever it was to get the house caught up. And so the house is not in foreclosure. Like I told her, she's not going to lose that house. Um, not for three grand, my God, you know, not going to happen. So this other company heard the story and stepped in and was generous. And another guy that listens to the show all the time in her area, that's been a fan for years, um, purchased a car and handed her the keys. Um, so she got a good used car got her house current. Lisa was able to sit down with her and with the insurance payments reactivated and the budget going, um, she's able to get a hold on this. Um, the, you know, this turned around. So we've got Sarah on the line. Let's bring her up and check on her now. Sarah, how are you? Hey, Dave, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. You sound a little different than the last time I talked to you. I do. I feel different. I gotta oh, tell man. you, Lisa Barber. <laughs> Lisa Barber is a huge Sarah fan. All she can tell me over and over and over again is how tough you are, and how resilient you are, and how you can fight through anything. 
I don't think I would make it without Lisa. She is a godsend. None of us would. We have. That's why we have a Lisa. (laughs) Yeah, she's forever a part of my family, like it or not. (laughs) So the house is current. You got a car, the job. How's everything else going? It's it's going. I mean, um, in the beginning, it took me some time. It's taken me some time. I. I set my expectations for myself a little too high and thought, oh, I can just write it all down and I'll get it right overnight and I'm good to go. And I didn't realize how much those behaviors have to be unlearned. Mm. And that I didn't really think about that in the beginning. And I kept getting it wrong the first couple of months and I can't make it work and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And one day I would be like, okay, I can't do this. I give up. And I'm like, nope, there's no room for failure here. We can't do this. We've been severely blessed, immensely favored, and I cannot, I can't let this happen again. So, I mean, it took me some time. I'm still, I'm still getting there. We're still turning this ship around, but it's definitely been different. And, um, you guys, I can't, I just can't thank you. If it wasn't for you guys, just taking my call, like my whole world was saved by so many people. Yeah, it's, it's an impressive story of generosity. The people that were inspired by you to come around you. I, I just, I, I stand back and watch the, all that. Cause we didn't write any checks out of Ramsey. We just provided Lisa's help uh, yeah. and the knowledge, the knowledge base does it. But, um, but the, the generosity in the community and you're the kind of people, people like to help, you know? Uh, yeah. pe- people that people that got the grit in their belly you're you're, you're a lady that's not gonna quit like you said it's just not an option no it's not i mean these kids need me and they need me to get it right and they need me to do it right teach them right and i, I don't have a choice well we love you we're here with you we appreciate you you're an amazing lady so you keep it up and uh, thanks for letting us follow up with you we're proud of your journey and uh, proud of where it's taken you anyway i'm sorry for how you got here but proud of where you are our team is cheering you on and so is america and we're glad to hear you're doing better amen this is the ramsey show our scripture of the day james 1 5 if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask god who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him Charlie Munger says, it is remarkable how much long-term advantage people like us have gotten by trying to be consistently not stupid instead of trying to be intelligent. George, that's like right up the alley of your whole YouTube show. Oh, absolutely. If you'll just not be stupid, you have a you have a marketplace advantage. Absolutely. And Charlie Munger, uh, rest his soul, passed away recently, but man, that advice is timeless. So I'm still using it today, just trying to help people avoid the stupid. Those clips of him and Warren Buffett together sitting and talking are are fabulous. They're so brilliant, and they have so much wit. Yeah, they're just, well, they're dry. They don't, it's like two old man Muppets. That's what it reminds me of. It's pretty funny. The two guys in the balcony. But but with a lot lot more wisdom. Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, a lot lot more wisdom than the the Muppets. Than a Muppet. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're just, they, they just don't give, that's classic old men, don't give a rip. You know, I can't wait to get there. Let me know how it is, think. Dave, when you're there. Don't care what you think. I've been there since I was a young guy. <laughs> I don't care what you think. <laughs> kind of lost the need for that. Started it early. Max is in Boston. Hey, Max, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Uh, just last week, blew through Total Bunny Makeover in just like two days, and it really spoke to me. And, and I've realized that I just – I 
have tracked all my like spending for the last almost nine months since the beginning of March, I have absolutely no idea it, how to just go about like the right behaviors. Like I see it and I, I feel like I'm not saving enough money that I need to be for my future goals. Like I know I want to buy an engagement ring for my girlfriend. I know that I want to start doing those next kind of things in life. And I'm just not, I feel like I'm behind, but I feel like I'm not in a terrible spot. I just need guidance on like how to navigate money, I guess. How old are you? Uh, just turned 30 in October. Well, the good news is you got plenty of time to reroute this ship. So what is your current financial picture? Do you have much debt? Uh, I have twelve, you know, $1,200 uh, with no interest for a mattress I got a couple of years ago. That's it. That's it. So 1200 bucks would get you completely debt-free. But you're living paycheck yeah. to paycheck. You're, are you making good money? What's your income? My income, all my gross income for this year will be ninety one thousand. Wow! But I'm still, yeah. Do you have anything I, in the my bank? Cost of living side. Yeah, I got um, I got thirteen hundred in checking, eighty five hundred in savings, twenty nine thousand in the four hundred one k. I was very lucky and had a, a grandma who left some money behind, so I have seventy two thousand five hundred in investment account and then 3000 some crypto and so that's that's what I'm working with. Well, you got plenty of money. So Yeah, I just, I still just stress. The beauty you read the total makeover, so let me tell you those baby steps they work. As long as you don't think you're unique or special and need to mess with them, it works. And so you already have a 1000 bucks. You have the money in savings to pay off the mattress today. Let's get that out of your head. It's living rent free in your head right now. It is. So get that out of the picture. Now we can work on a fully funded emergency fund, which you could have very quickly, making 91000 You well, already you take, have a good start. Take some out of the investment account, create the emergency fund. Yeah, you already have it sitting there. So you're in yeah. You're in baby steps four, five, and six if you move some money around. Cash in the crypto, okay. pay off the mattress, build your emergency fund out of the money that you've got at your fingertips. If you can't quite get there on the three to six months, use a little bit of the investment money and move it in there. And um, go that route, you know, and then you're at baby step four, start investing 15% of your income into retirement. Do you own a home yet? No, I rent. Okay. You thinking about buying a house? I don't think I'll be ready for that for a few years, I think. What does ready mean, emotionally or financially? Financially. Okay. Why? You make plenty of money. I'm, I'm not really saving a ton i'm paying 1900 in rent uh my total like living expenses about 2500 okay what's your take-home pay take home i think it's going to be get rid of some math about 58718 for this year so you can save three thousand bucks a month in one year that's thirty six thousand with some of the money you've got from your grandmother, you've got enough for a good down payment in a year. Mm, so I should use that on a down payment and not just let it ride in. Some of it. Yeah. Okay. The, the problem is, Max, you're just doing a lot at once, and they're all good things. Savings great, investing's great, paying off debt is great. But when you do it with some focus intensity, like mattress is gone tomorrow. All right, next up, we got to get the emergency fund. Great, we got that. Let's invest 15%. Then you've got some margin, and you have a focus goal. And so beyond the 15%, it's let's get the engagement ring, 
Let's work on the down payment oh, fund. Yeah, the engagement ring. That, and the crypto will do that. Yeah. Hey, there you go. It's a good trade. Good trade. Fake yeah. money for a girl. That's a good trade. Do you want a wife or do you want some <laughs> Ethereum? That's that's the call to make here, Max. I'm going to choose yeah, the thing that's no. real and not the thing that some guy made up. <laughs> you're, Max, you're on your way. George is right. If you'll take the stuff from the Total Money Makeover and follow it straight through, it'll give you a sense of power because you've got a step-by-step plan laid out there. It also sounds like you need to probably do a detailed budget and then give yourself permission to walk these steps. Um, it, somehow it sounds like um, – you're, you you don't feel like that this is all possible. It's very possible with the math you gave us. But part of it is you have to start taking the actions based on that you start to believe that it's possible. And when you start taking those actions, uh, pay off the mattress, get rid of the crypto, get the emergency fund in place, get the ring, um, you know, then take a year and let's save up the money for a down payment. Um, during that time, you're probably going to get married. That'd be awesome. And then you got two incomes to save towards a down payment on the house. And you'll be in really, really good shape at that point. That's that's where I would take you. So, Josephine is in Brooklyn. Hi, Josephine. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Oh, I'm uh, in a little limbo here. So, um, I was watching your show off and on. You know, I worked, but then I was home working from home this day, and I was watching your show where you was talking about um, uh, old debt when uh, you go into debt when you have a debt and uh, you don't pay it off and they go into collections and what they do is they pay a penny on the dollar. So um, I uh, took a payday loan out um, probably 13 years ago, Good maybe Lord. a little longer. Yeah. And uh, I, all of that time never heard. So I was working for a company that went out of business. So all the emails and all that got, got blasted. So I probably owed maybe another $200 on it. Uh, and I, you know, was waiting for them to contact me. They didn't not make an excuse. So I didn't pay it. So, uh, in September of this year, I got a call from a law office saying that that loan now was 14,000 something dollars and they could settle it out of court for, uh, about Mm $3,200. So for the fact is that I'm actually saving for a home and I want to, you know, uh, not have any increase on my, uh, my credit report because I worked hard to build up my credit. I paid them. And now I'm getting another call back from another law firm saying that, that the, what I paid them did not cover the law fees. And now they're asking me for another 27. So you did not get it in writing that 3,200 paid the account. I have a, a, what do they call it? OOCR. I have something saying, yes, that it was that, that, that I do have something in writing saying that this settles the account. Yeah, I do have something. Okay. Yeah. Tell the tell the other law firm to stick it. Tell you have you have a, you have a bill you have a bill in your hand that says paid in full on an old bad debt for thirty two hundred bucks. You overpaid on that, but you gave them thirty two hundred dollars, and they gave you a piece of paper that says you paid the bill in full. Am I right? Well, no. They 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 sent me. So I this is what I did. I sent an email for an OOCR saying that this is amount will is for the debt and this uh. This settles the debt. Yes, it does say this settles the debt. It settles the debt. So this is a scam. Just tell them to bite it. Not a chance I'm giving them a dime. Nope. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, people, 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 people. Payday lenders. Scum Scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. 
That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey folks, Dave here. You want to hear even more life-changing content from Ramsey? Download the Ramsey Network app so you can catch all your favorite shows all in one place like the Ramsey Show, Smart Money Happy Hour, and the Dr. John Deloney Show. You'll get real talk about life, relationships, money, and your career. Plus, the app lets you browse by topic like debt, business, or selling your home. Get the content you want whenever and wherever you want to listen. Download the Ramsey Network app today. 